of my brain. So <laughs> I thought you and that's why they call it window panes. That's why they call it window panes. Dear Lord. You hear they're trying to cancel him? All these young Good luck canceling him. They've Bruh. been trying to cancel him since he started and he's always like, no. Shut the yeah. Up. <laughs> he's literally the equivalent of like the house cleaner from Family Guy like, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, yes. yes. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, well, uh, when we went out to the dinner, Zach showed me, like, there is one song. I can't remember what it's called, but it's, like, yes. literally, like, telling them to go look at the album. Oh, yeah. 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 I yeah. It's it on his new album. Yeah. Looks up. Yeah, you're not going to cancel him, bruh. You know, they're supposed to, like, try to cancel me. I write this. And I saw that, and I was like, I bet it's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, like, it wasn't even, like, raunchy bad or, like, bad language bad. It was just, like, hoo-hoo-hoo, that kind of bad. Yeah. He's always been kind of like trashy. I don't really need your opinion. I have my own opinion. Mm -hmm. I envy that a little bit. I mean, he's a very good rapper. That's all we have to say. Oh my God. Yes, he is. Oh, it's called Tone Deaf. Yeah. If you wanted to look it up later. Okay. So, is that the anthem for our episode? I mean, yeah. Tone Deaf. Why not? The only other song that's been stuck in my head is Agatha All Along, so I can't. (laughs) I finished it last night. Oh, did you? Yes. It was so good. We're talking about WandaVision. Wanda. Have you been? Oh. Hell no! I don't watch Division. Not even ah. with Wes. I am not a superhero person. Yeah. I mean, I'll give it. I'll. It, it's supposed to be like really good. I'll watch it. But this superhero may have more in common with you than you think. With me? Mm-hmm. With me in particular? Mm-hmm. He's got a red face. What? Oh, not Vision. Wanda. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, my face is kind of red. <laughs> the the other half of the show. <laughs> um, I did see a meme where it was like, it was like, do you know all that meme where they show like the big thick ass book and it like, it like pulls open like, and it's like all the way to like the almost the very end. And it's like WandaVision with the credits. And then it was like WandaVision without. And yes. It was, like, uh, yes. Cause they are like seven minutes long. Oh shit. <laughs> yes. Well, so I'm glad I didn't watch the first one right when it came out. I waited until like, the third one came out. Most six I forgot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But because the first two episodes, you just watch them and it's like credits, show, credits, a little bit more show, fake commercial in there that's like to the time period of what this life could be. It was bizarre. Yes. Like I didn't know when it, it started cool. and stopped for a minute. Like, I was like this is all just high strangeness. Mm-hmm. Well, when I saw cool. it, it made me think of, um, oh no. It's that movie. It's that movie. Yeah. With Toby Maguire, and he lives in black and white, but then things start turning. Black. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, it's gone! It's his sister. Yeah, yeah. It's something Ville, isn't? Isn't it Smallville? No, no that's a show. Like, um, Pleasant? No. Yeah, it could is be it? Pleasantville. It, it, hold on, now I gotta look but it up. It's, it's, it is. It is Pleasantville. Okay. I love yeah. that movie. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of that when I got like that vibe, like a little you bit ahead of its time. That's a, no, are you, you, oh, I'll wait you. Are you good? Yeah. You're, you're good. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. Just when the seasons change. We get a little allergies. I mean, I literally, I pretend I'm not allergic to my animals. I am. Um, so <laughs> on the way over here, I was like rubbing my eyes and I was like, oh, damn. Oh, I, don't, no. I don't know if my contacts are going to make it. <laughs> but here we are. But yes, that, um, that reminded me of Pleasantville. Pleasantville. Yeah. It's kind of like the... 
I know like, part of it is like set back. So, but it wasn't like it wasn't like I love Lucy. It did give off a vibe of like a little bit of ahead of its time, you know? Because like Pleasant Grove, mm-hmm. like you like watch it, you're like, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, I can. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to insinuate something that I've never seen. So, yes, Just in the ads maybe you got like, some kind of grasp of it though. Mm-hmm. Different. Definitely a lot more going on. So yes, and that show is on Netflix, right? Disney Plus. Oh, I fucked yes. up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Disney Plus. You know we don't partner n- with either. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's not on Disney Plus? Something that we're going to talk to you about today. Hey. I see what you're doing. <laughs> I tried so hard. You did. I was like, cool. Hope that'll be on perfect the Netflix. Blend. No. But on before we share what we're doing, this is Sinister Sunrise. <laughs> I'm Morgan. I'm Sarah. I'm Aaron. <laughs> Welcome to episode 58. So, and oh yeah! Gather, gather up, and it feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, yeah, this is our first yeah. one recording in person. Oh my god! In a bit, yeah, Sarah is cocoa free. Yes, bless the Lord. She has become a homeowner. She is cocoa free. Mm-hmm. I like. Cocoa Did you get your milk? boots done recently? Because they look really good. No, I am trying to sport a middle part, and it looks <laughs> like I'm just slowly look. It's not. It's not completely. I'm still I see, holding yes. out, but it's enough to be like. Mm, Oh, I had a term last night, like blendy. I'm just gonna blend in a little bit. You know what you should do? <laughs> Pull like a Lizzie McGuire, like '90s, 2000s zigzag. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yes. god! Remember when they made those special tools to I do had it? One. My mom would help me do it. It was literally like you could have done the same thing with a goddamn chopstick, but like you had to have. The tool. Yep. <laughs> I asked for it for Christmas. I got in stocking. I tried to use it and uh, couldn't. So hence why I was never cool. I don't know why I felt the use. Sorry, felt the need to have that. I didn't brush my hair ever, but for some reason, the zigzag part was like essential mm-hmm. to the coconut hair I was <laughs> rocking. Looking back, no one's looking at my part. No, <laughs> they should have. They're just looking me. at like the shape, the circular shape around it. Oh yeah, yeah, right, cool, cool, cool. The halo of just dark mass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, speaking of dark, uh, dark halos and dark, sadness, darkness, darkness. Yeah, yeah, Aaron. Yes. What are we doing today? Well, today we will be covering the Ray Rivera case that was covered on Netflix's Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> yeah. And this was actually suggested by our listener, Shelby. So she said we should probably do a deep dive of one of the episodes. And me being the person I am, I have not watched a single one of them. So this is the first time I watched this episode. What? Yeah. Oh. I just... Yeah, I never watched oh, it. Oh, I thought you like I, when we talked about maybe doing one of the episodes. I thought you were like, oh yeah, like I think that I think I didn't watch that one. You haven't seen any of them? No, I haven't watched any of them. I, mean, I just I remember when it like came out, and I was like, oh, I'll watch it, and then it just didn't happen. So. Some people were boycotting on purpose because it's a remake of the old Unsolved Mysteries. They think it had the same edge because the guy who was the old host. Thank you. Yes, he was like an icon. Oh. oh. Oh, I mean, guys, still well, you know liked what? it. I don't. There are still unsolved mysteries that yes. need solving yeah. in 2021. Okay. Solve it right now. Uh, uh, we're gonna, no promises. We're gonna give our opinions on what happened. That's yeah. just a fact. And I will say, I have not seen season se- series season two, two whatever yeah. they say. And there is one of uh, season one that I 
have not and probably will not watch. I'm the worst. I can't read subtitles and watch a show. Yes, you can. One yes, in, you can. There's one in yeah. French, and I'm like, as soon as I heard "voulez-vous Jean-Charles," I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so it's not him. Maybe when I go and finally like sit down and watch season two, I will. Maybe if I had like Wes like read it to me while I'm watching it, like just mute it. Maybe you could do that. I just, I focus on what they say too much, and I'm like, I don't even know what you're saying, but like, yeah. What? <laughs> we should act it out for you. <gasps> oh god! Like have me, Aaron, and Wes. <laughs> <laughs> Wes, I'm dragging you into it. Yes. Aaron can't get away. Neither can you. If we need extra parts, we got Clave and Zach. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. All right, you'll find it on our TikTok. <laughs> We may or may not be remaking this so everyone at home knows what happened. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm sure you're not the only one who didn't want to read the subtitles. I'm sorry, I'm a baby. Yeah, maybe. I'm sure a lot of people did that. I just, I, mm-hmm. because I cannot read that, like, well and absorb what I need to and pay attention to what's going on. Because, as I'm sure we'll talk about in our case today, like, there were some images coming up on the screen that, like, you mm-hmm. wanted to pay attention to. And, like, I can't do that if I'm also reading. My brain just does not allow me to do that. That's why I had a hard time with Parasite, the movie at first. Oh, yes. Halfway through, like, it became, like, a second nature. But it took me a minute to, mm-hmm. like, okay, this is, this is what we're doing. Okay. Yeah. And it's, like, if you don't read it, then you're <laughs> then you're sitting there trying to figure, like, what are they doing? It's, like, okay, they're doing this. Uh-huh. And you're just, like, up and down, up and down. I just... Well, I remember I kept reading it and being, like, that's not, that can't be that's what that's what they're doing. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. yep. Okay, towards the end. Oh, man, I loved it. So good. It was so good. I loved it. I think we've had a conversation from Parasite before. Oh, I'm <laughs> sure we have. Oi, but yes, uh, we got this suggestion after a lot of people did like our Watts of Opinions episode. Mm-hmm. So we kind of wanted to try a little bit different, but also same because from a yeah. Netflix documentary, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think after watching all of them. French one. <laughs> this one is the most memorable to me and also the most like all of them are very sad i will not dog that but yeah. like low-key i can't remember the title of it but there's another one in that and the, the the guy his wife died and he is six million percent creepy yeah I, whoa <laughs> like he fucking did it bro <laughs> now it's just sad ray rivera's case is just sad mm-hmm. so i felt my heart was like broke, like breaking. Yeah, that's fair. Well, also, I think it's very rare to like have a body, know who it is, and then still not know exactly how it yep. happened, even though you see exactly where he quote unquote died. Yeah, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe not. Yeah, like all the pieces are almost put together, but there's just something missing. Oh. Yeah, there, it's almost like it's yes. too put, too attempted to be put together that you're like, huh? Mm-hmm. And if in case you don't know what we're talking about, pause and go watch it. Yeah. And come back and join our discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I, I mean, think, if, yeah, yeah, if not, I'll go over exactly. it again. So, yes. yeah. So, if you don't feel like tuning in or you don't have Netflix, then here we go. Yeah. Use Yay! us instead. Listen yeah. to us yeah. instead of Netflix. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, on Tuesday, May 16th, 2006, Allison Rivera woke up early to get ready for a business trip. She had a three-hour drive ahead of her, and while she was packing her suitcase, her husband, Ray, made her breakfast, brought her bags out to the car, and saw her off. Once she was checked in, Allison tried calling Ray to tell him she had made it, but he didn't answer his phone. She thought this was odd, and when evening came and Ray still hadn't reached out to her, she became concerned. Mm -hmm. In her interview on Netflix's Unsolved Mysteries, she said that Ray had been acting worried and just off the previous two weeks. His jumpy and scared demeanor was extremely out of character for her typically fearless husband. 
Just the other morning, their home security alarm had gone off around 1 a.m., and when Allison had gone downstairs to check it out, she saw Ray wielding a bat, looking absolutely terrified. Interestingly, when the police came out, they told the Riveras that a squirrel, of all things, had triggered the alarm. Which They're <laughs> sneaky, to be fair. <laughs> They've chewed through many of my wires for lighting. And eaten your plants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the plants were less expensive than the wires, but... Just yeah. as hurtful. Correct. It was just like a short little note and then they passed by I know, it. I, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I hung on to that too. I was like, damn squirrels. <laughs> yep. Allison decided to reach out to her colleague, Claudia, who at the time had been staying at the Rivera's home to see if she knew where Ray was. According to Claudia, around 6.30 that evening, Ray had gotten a very brief call. All she had heard was Ray, like, say a surprised O, oh, and then he pushed off his desk, sprinted down the stairs, and ran out the front door in a hurry. Small caveat. Mm-hmm. So Unsolved Mysteries watered it down. What he said was, oh, shit. Oh, and well, then shit. Left. Okay. When I heard that, I was like, that makes so much more sense. That, I'm like, oh? Yes. He was like, oh, shit, and then left. Because that makes okay. sense me running out of the house. Sorry, that was <laughs> yes. puzzle number one that I was like, Thank what you. kind of white collar man just says, Oh, oh. <laughs> by golly, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> well, so if he was really that like on edge, I would. If he sped out. Thank I you. I would hope it'd be more than just, oh. Yes. Yep. Literally one of my first questions, I was like, what a calm man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> first question. <laughs> Answer. <laughs> I had a question. That was the only one I was like, done. Yes. <laughs> so Claudia looked around the house to see if by chance he had returned, but Ray was not there. Claudia told Allison she would keep her posted when Ray came back, but to their uh, surprise, around 5.30 the next morning, Ray had still not returned home. Knowing that something was definitely wrong, Allison decided to leave her business trip, and she contacted Ray's family, his friends, anyone that may have known where Ray was or who might have recently talked to him um, about the situation. When Ray's family heard the news that he was MIA, they booked flights to Baltimore to help Allison find him. When she got home, she noticed right off the bat that Ray's car wasn't there. When she walked into the kitchen, she spotted an open soda can, a bag of potato chips, and his Invisalign just sitting on the counter, but there was no sign of her husband. I'm taking out my Invisalign, and this, this is the album. I'm sorry. This is Billie Eilish. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> she goes, I'm taking, out, I'm taking out my Invisalign, and that's the album. It's literally a song on her. Anyway, sorry. That's I love that. awesome. Oh, I'm so sorry. In case anyone didn't know, I love me a good uh, little belly. She's pretty good. She's excellente, I would say. That's just immediately when she was like, and his Invisalign was on the counter. I was like, oh no. <laughs> no, my first thought was, gosh, you would leave an Invisalign on the counter, you man. But mm. hey, look, hey, the picture they showed, I'm pretty sure on Netflix, it was on a napkin. Ooh. So it was probably, yeah. He looks pretty proper. I'll so, give it that. I'll all give right. It that. Yeah. Thank you. Fair enough. <laughs> 32-year-old Ray Rivera was described as a caring, family-oriented guy who could find humor in just about anything. Maria Rivera, Ray's mother, said he had this way of making people laugh, and he just seemed to always have this great sense of humor. Family was very important to him, and according to Allison, Ray was looking forward to starting a family of his own soon. They had moved to Baltimore in December 2004 after Ray's friend, Porter Stansberry, asked him to take a job writing financial newsletters for his company, Stansberry & Associates. Previously, Ray had been pursuing his dream of being a writer and director in Southern California, but since that wasn't paying the bills, he ended up taking Porter's offer. He began working on a newsletter called The Rebound Report, which basically just gave people stock tips. Mm -hmm. 
According to the Netflix Unsolved Mysteries episode, Ray had actually been hired to like clean up the company's reputation after the Securities and Exchange Commission filed fraud charges and fined them over $1 million after investors complained that they made up stock tips. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Put a pin in that because I have a big question, but we'll come back. Okay. Porter was interviewed for Justin Fenton's piece in the Baltimore Sun, where he stated that Ray had actually resigned six months before his disappearance, but he was doing some freelance work for a subsidiary of Agora Publishing. So like Stansbury and Associates is a subsidiary of that company. There's a lot of them, apparently. Uh, So besides the two weeks he had been acting a bit strange, friends and family said Ray was a very happy guy and it wasn't like him to just leave and vanish without a trace. No... Uh, Red flags came up either when police looked into his past. As Ray's family and friends flew in from parts of the United States and Puerto Rico, they began to do everything they could to track him down. Allison was constantly calling hospitals to see if any John Doe's had been admitted. Others were trying to locate his car or see if they could track down like his phone or credit card use. Unfortunately, police determined that Ray's phone was dead and no purchases had been made on his credit card since his disappearance. Since that was a dead end, Porter put up a $1,000 reward for anyone that had information regarding Ray's whereabouts, and Allison contacted the media to get the story out to the public. Mm -hmm. Ray's older brother, Angel, and his friends handed out flyers and placed him around areas he frequented. However, no one seemed to know what had happened to Ray. I'm sorry. That would be your cup of tea, huh? (laughs) Sorry, y'all. You mentioned the brother. I was waiting. Bro, that is a fine drink of water. I don't care what y'all say. <laughs> Damn. Did Especially it... when you look at the old pictures of him and Ray. Like, Ray's cute. Ray's got good teeth. He's got good eyebrows. Okay. He's got good skin. You look at the old ass pictures and you're like, oh, there's his brother Angel. And then you see him in the interview and you're like, okay, Angel. He did glow up. He, gl- gonna... he glowed up, bro. I'm going to give that to him. Oh, yeah. I thought to make fun of you. Like, did it bother you that everyone kept calling Ray attractive and the whole time? Like, we're sleeping on Angel. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like also in the pictures, like Ray was like a taller dude, but like Angel, like bruh, he very tall. He got big shoulders. Like he looked like he could like push me down. Well, Ray was tough. Shoot <laughs> <laughs> <She> out. <laughs> Wes must love this. Um, <laughs> Wes, I love you. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> Skip it. I don't know what I was gonna Forgot say. Your yeah, it's gone. <laughs> All right, the Rivera family was pretty cute. The, gen- yes. the gentleman and his sister was fine. Oh. Mom was good. Ray was an Olympian. Did you know that? Oh, no. Well, I know polo. he did water polo, but what was he an Olympian for? So he had this crazy life. He didn't actually go to the Olympic- Olympics. He was either kicked off the team or quit two weeks before the Olympics he was supposed to be in. Why? Oh. Um, different stories differ. Okay. But he... Hmm beat out so much more of the country he made it on one of the final teams to go to the summer olympics in the 2000s oh wow okay literally and all five both the Rivera bros can get it i did read that <laughs> he's an olympian <laughs> I, was reading, I was like oh that makes more sense then like his build and stuff and i was like okay yeah okay i mean when they first immediately when they were like porter and Ray played water polo together, like, they showed, like, a clip of it, and I, like, looked at Wes, and I was like, do you know how hard it is to play water polo? Like, mm-hmm. that's a very difficult sport, and he's like, yeah. I is. bet it is And then I was like, yeah. you throw that ball, Ray. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> now I know why it's so memorable to Morgan. Guys, <laughs> I, I have to say shit like this, or I will cry. No, so, it's a sad episode. It is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he was an Olympic-level athlete, I guess. He was not an Olympian. Okay. Level, so. Yeah. Didn't know that. He made the Olympics. He did mm-hmm. not participate in the Olympics. 
Yes. Okay. Did, yes. Cool. Okay. Yes. He mm-hmm. was chosen. More chosen they will ever be for me. Yeah. <laughs> can you tread water for 10 minutes? No. 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 <laughs> but I can drink on the side of the pool. <laughs> I was just going to say, is there a drinking competition? Yeah. I'm in, bro. Like, <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> On May 22nd, six days into Ray's disappearance, Allison's parents spotted Ray's car behind a building on St. Paul Street near the company's buildings he worked for. According to the parking attendant, the car was parked in spot number seven when he showed up to work the next morning. There was also a parking ticket on the windshield, so that's how they, I guess, determined that his car had been parked there the night he ran out of the house. Mm -hmm. In a news archive, Baltimore Police Department Commissioner Frederick Bealfield III stated that no evidence had been discovered in the car and there was nothing to indicate that it had been stolen. Mm-hmm. Two days later, three of Ray's co-workers went to the top of the parking garage near where Ray's car was discovered. This parking garage was located next to like the Belvedere Hotel, which was built in the early 1900s and is a pretty swanky place. <laughs> so it has been visited by some famous faces such as Al Pacino, JFK, the Duke and Duchess of Windsor, and oh. Tim Allen. <laughs> His name is me. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it. His name was near the bottom of the list online, and I'm like, Wait, well, I have to. Do- <laughs> is that, I don't know. He- I'm trying to. <laughs> It's been a long time since I've seen Home Improvement. Oh. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> that should have been our game. Buzz, you next. are a toy. <laughs> All right, that's a little better. Okay. There you go. Continue. Who can have the best Jim Allen impression? <laughs> Vote now. Not me. Well, <laughs> um, when I did watch this, I thought it was the, the Velveteer for like the whole episode. And then I was like, oh. Wait. And then I saw the sign and I was like, oh, they. That's a B. Okay. <laughs> B as in boy. <laughs> B as in Belb- Belvedere. Belvedere, yes. That's double Bs. Yes. All right. <clears throat> Sorry. When the three coworkers looked over the edge, they spotted flip-flops on the lower roof area of the hotel near a very peculiar hole. The hole um, described in the episode like wasn't anything extraordinary and could have possibly been chalked up to weather damage, but the men decided to contact the Baltimore police about it anyways. When officers arrived at the Belvedere, the concierge, Gary Shivers, let them into the building and into the empty conference room. In his interview, Gary said that many people probably didn't even know that the building was in use. Um, once he opened the door, though, the stench of death immediately came over him. He looked in, um, he took in the blood on the wall and a man's body on the floor with his feet facing the door, which appeared to have gone through the metal ceiling above. Detective Michael Byer was called to the scene where he noted that the body had already gone through extreme decomposition. After investigating the scene, Allison and Ray's family were called to the police department where they were informed that the body they discovered in the conference room was indeed Ray's. An autopsy was conducted and determined that Ray had suffered a slew of injuries. He had multiple rib fractures, punctured lungs, contusions, abrasions, seven to nine inch long lacerations, damage to his skull, and an open fracture of the tibia and fibula of his right leg. On the rooftop near the hole, police found Ray's cell phone completely intact, and this really threw off police, and I'm sure everyone else listening to this. You have Ray, who suffered very severe injuries, but you have his phone that wasn't damaged at all by his apparent fall. His glasses were also found on the roof without a single scratch on them. 
Both of Ray's flip-flops were recovered, and officers noted that there were drag marks, um, I believe, just on the bottom of one of them, and then the straps on his left flip-flop were broken. I will say the drag marks were, like, near the toe of yes. the other shoe. So, like, okay. bottom, but, like, like if you were, like, on your toes and someone dragged you across the floor, it kind of looked like that. To, to From where that Allison pointed it out on yeah. the flip-flop, because she needs to ask them. That's really sad. That is pretty sad. To Bayer, the discovery of these items made it seem like someone had set them up to make it appear like Ray had jumped. The only thing that wasn't recovered was Ray's money clip, which Allison had bought and gotten like specially engraved for him as a wedding gift. Ray kept like his money and ID on it, so he always had it on him. And to this day, his money clip has never been found. Sad. Mm-hmm. Since Ray suffered from such extensive injuries, officers believed he had to have fallen, jumped, or been pushed off of the very top roof of the Belvedere, which is about like 10 or so stories from the lower roof. While this seemed plausible at first glance, Detective Byer started doing the math and realized it was virtually impossible for Ray to have made this jump. The top roof had like air ducts and other things on it, and the distance from that point to the hole on the lower roof was about 45 feet. According to Wikipedia, in order for Ray to have made the jump, he would have had to have a horizontal speed of 10 miles per hour, which is between a fast jog and a sprint for an average fit male wearing sports shoes. So while Ray was um, very athletic, he was six foot five, 260 pounds, um, broad shouldered. He had. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he... Let's talk about that some more. He had been wearing flip flops, so it's unlikely he would have reached a high enough speed to, like, make the jump or is it i don't know you tell me oh we'll talk oh okay (laughs) buyer decided to investigate the top of the barking garage instead to determine if ray might have fallen from there this time the distance was just about 20 feet which buyer mentioned like is a survivable like fall he could have survived from it Um, A fall from that distance also wouldn't have caused those severe injuries, so that theory was quickly thrown out the window. Some, however, theorized that Ray had actually fallen from the 11th floor ledge of the hotel. While Byer said getting to the hole from this location could have been possible, Ray would have had to go through someone's office or room in order to even get out to the ledge. Not only that, the windows in the hotel are also half windows, at least that's what the show described, which means that they either don't fully open or some of them might not even open up at all. In her interview, Jane Miller, a reporter for WBAL-TV, described the ledge as old and ornate. So it like reminds me, I don't know, the whole thing reminded me of scenes like in Yes Man or other movies where like there's characters standing mm. on the ledge, their back is to like the wall and they're trying to stay on and just like not look over. So definitely not where I would want to be standing, that's for sure. Investigative journalist Stephen Janis mentioned in his interview that in order for someone to get to the roof, they would have had to take these back staircases that sometimes weren't even open to the public. And then you'd have to go through like a labyrinth-like areas, how it was described, and out another door that was usually locked. Ray also wasn't caught on any of the hotel cameras, and the one on the rooftop had been... They said two different things, and I think they mean two different things, too. They said it was either disconnected or wasn't, like, working. And I'm like, that's pretty different. Yeah. Like, like intentionally disconnected? Yeah, that's why I'm like... like, Non-operational. Exactly. And maybe that's what it meant. Say it broke. They didn't want to replace it because, like, it's pretty rare. Anyone would go to this floor, and then they're like, we'll leave it out. We're just going to unplug it. It's not going to, like, siphon our power. Well, correct. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, non-operational would be that, like, just, like 
if someone had like intentionally done it right before he did it. Oh. Right before all this happened. Which, I feel like if that was the case, then they would have said that. So that's why I put in both, because I'm like, I don't really know. They yeah. they kind of mentioned it two ways. Would they be able to know when it was disconnected? Um, maybe, I mean, if they, depending on what how long they keep footage for, yeah. maybe. Yeah, Like, oh, the last time this camera worked was back. Or like, that, that <laughs> thing hasn't worked since 22, like, 1999. Yeah, yeah, like, something. <laughs> I kind of forgot what this case was for a second. I was about to be like, yeah. 2019. And I was like, wait, whoa, whoa. So in my head, I was like, okay, maybe it just doesn't work. And they're like, it's just for the roof. We don't care. So they never fix it. That's what I took it as. Yes, that's what I thought. So that's <clears throat> my may, opinion. May I point something out just very quickly? Yes. We can yeah. talk about it later. I just want to... Even if that one wasn't working, was disconnected, why wasn't he on any others? Okay. That's all I gotta say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fair question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True, true, true. <laughs> Stephen and investigators interviewed people staying in the Belvedere, but no one appeared to have seen Ray on the night he disappeared. Makita Brotman, a nonfiction author, scholar, and psychologist with an interest in true crime, disagrees with Stephen's assessment of the Belvedere. She told the Baltimore Sun that Unsolved Mystery, Unsolved, wow, Mysteries, <laughs> interviewed her for hours, but none of that footage made it to the show. In her 2018 book, An Unexplained Death, A True Story of a Body at the Belvedere, she explores numerous theories surrounding the case and ultimately concludes that Ray likely had what it said here was a mental break and jumped from the roof, which she said was easily accessed. So in her book, she talks about how you can get through the building. Hmm. And that door was supposedly probably not locked because the bartenders that worked in the 13th floor like club, Mm -hmm. that was their... um, like employee well-known secret that's where he went and smoked your cigarettes oh because it was like one of the closest exits to go outside okay if we're doing devil's advocate mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay hmm. okay hmm. i mean morgan still makes great points but that yeah. one i can i can kind of understand why maybe they weren't as concerned yeah, that's that's about it or maybe okay. just proving more point of how like an, like maybe it was more plausible that that door was just easily accessed mm-hmm. open, regardless maybe. of any other facts yeah yeah maybe a little bit easier than the way the show made it out to be mm-hmm. without truly knowing where ray had fallen from and how he had fallen police determined ray had died by suicide this was met with quite a bit of opposition allison ray's family and jane disagreed with the police's decision claiming there wasn't enough evidence to suggest that ray had killed himself Allison even said that the whole thing didn't make sense because Ray was, like, extremely afraid of heights. But others sided with police, saying there wasn't enough evidence to suspect he had, like, met with foul play. Mm-hmm. Hate these kinds of cases. <laughs> oh, yes. Fed up with the police, Allison decided to meet with the medical examiner, who informed her that something was off about Ray's death and she wasn't going to allow the police to close the case. According to the medical examiner, the way Ray's shins were broken weren't consistent with an injury someone would get from a fall. Mm-hmm. However, like in the interview, like Allison did with Unsolved Mysteries, she said the medical examiner wouldn't go into any more detail other than that. But ultimately, uh, Ray's death was ruled as undetermined, so it's still considered open. Mm-hmm. Allison believes that Ray was murdered, possibly after coming across information he wasn't supposed to. Around um, 1 a.m. on the same day Ray disappeared, their security alarm had gone off again, and this time it appeared like one of their windows had been messed with. Allison believes someone had been trying to get into their home, and Ray might have been acting off because he knew someone was after him. 
Even though she's tried talking to police about the case, she has been told by officers to, quote, get it through her head that her husband died, end quote. What a soft touch they had. Yeah. I know. Mm, nice and caring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Angel also believes his brother was murdered and the reason behind it was money or it was tied to the financial newsletter he published. According to Detective Byer, he apparently was the only one on the homicide floor that didn't believe Ray had died by suicide. Just three weeks into the investigation, he was reassigned to the FBI Safe Streets Task Force and was officially off the case as the lead detective. That pissed me off. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Just doesn't look good. No. At all. No. no. Does not. Like, you don't have anybody else. Anybody? Mm-hmm. Not a one? Really? Mm-hmm. Tell me more. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's all I gotta say. Mm-hmm. Porter has also come under scrutiny, especially when police traced the call Ray received the night of the 16th and discovered that it had come from his work, Stansberry and Associates. This call was traced to the switchboards. So there was no way to track down the caller's extension. In his interview, Bayer claimed um, that Stansbury and Associates had put a gag order on all of their employees within hours of Ray's body being found, and Porter never returned their calls. Porter, however, told the Baltimore Sun that this wasn't true at all. The week Ray went missing, besides offering a reward, he also hired a private investigator and helped in the search. On June 23, 2006, Porter stated he had been in touch with a detective. Regarding the phone call, Porter didn't, like, deny the fact that the call might have come from someone from Agora Publishing, but he maintains that the call didn't come from his company. Quote, every person in our company who had worked with Ray was on the Eastern Shore at the time that call was made, having a corporate retreat in St. Michael's. No one in my company was in town when Ray disappeared. The idea we were calling him from our switchboard is ridiculous. End quote. The suicide theory has also come into question when Allison discovered a folded note taped to the back of Ray's computer. This note. It's... <laughs> I spent so much of my wasted youth on this note. As if there was not enough already. Mm-hmm. Ding, ding, ding. Mm-hmm. Player number two, step up. Like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <sighs> this one's definitely, like, you could go down a rabbit hole. So I... I think Sarah did, and I, maybe, like... Which, perfect, perfect. <laughs> yeah. If I miss anything, let me know, because I really... Hippity hop, hop, I, yep. hop. It's nuts. I'm in a rabbit hole. <laughs> So the note was typed in tiny font and Allison believes her husband wrote it the day he disappeared because she found scraps of it like in the trash can that day. The note started, quote, brothers and sisters, right now around the world, volcanoes are erupting. What an awesome sight. Whom virtue unites death will not separate, end quote. And then another part of the note reads, quote, I stand before you a man who understands the purpose and value of our secrets. That's why I cherish them as secrets. End quote. There's no real like flow or meaning behind the notes, at least from what you know others can take from it. Mm. Um, there was one section where Ray had listed out actors' names, another section full of movies, books, and songs that he quote found very inspiring and compelling, end quote, such as The Born Identity, The Lord of the Rings, Signs, and The Village. There was also a whole page listing people's names that Ray knew or who like, or he was related to, requesting that they, along with him, should be made five years younger. But Allison in her interview was like, he's missing some key people in the note, though. So I'm really curious who he was missing. Like Sarah, Morgan, Aaron. (laughs) I could definitely use five years, okay? Mm -hmm. Like herself. That's what I was honestly wondering. Real quick. If he didn't put her in there? She's in there. It's a maiden name. Oh, okay. Was Tim Allen on the list? 
I sure hope so. <laughs> he's on everyone's list. <laughs> yes. Because like, oh, maybe he'll start. Okay. Sorry. He's earned those five years, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes. Being Santa Claus. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ooh. That's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to look up more about the note, and I'm like, God, this will take forever. I don't think they have the whole note online. No. You can only see parts of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You can't see the whole thing. Which to me is weird, but okay. Yeah, let's keep that one thing, like, under wraps. Dude, come yeah, on. Yeah, I'm like, the rest of it doesn't make sense. Maybe yeah. one bit does, but whatever. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. Thinking the whole thing was bizarre, Allison decided to type in the sentence, whom virtue unites, death will not separate, mm-hmm. um, into a Google search. And when she clicked enter, a link to the Freemasons popped up. In her interview, Allison did state that Ray was into secret societies and he had been interested in the Freemasons. So this has led some people to theorize he was linked to this group in some way. According to like an article I read on WBALTV, Ray had reached out to a member of the Maryland Lodge about joining the secret society at some point. On the weekend before his disappearance, he read the book The Builders, which is a study of masonry. And then on the day of his disappearance, Ray went to a bookstore and bought the book Freemasons for Dummies. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) That would be what I had to buy, though. I'm glad there's a book that's called Freemasons for Dummies. (laughs) Ray seemed to refer to a secret group in his letters, too. Quote, members of the council, please note that I will lend careful concentration to the traditional responsibilities. In light of those proceedings, I will satisfy the standard request of this council within the appropriate time. End quote. Porter told the Baltimore Sun that Ray had asked him if he was in leadership of the Freemasons, but he didn't take Ray's question seriously. I read that and laughed so hard. Like, can you imagine someone's like, hey, like, great coffee, love the weather. Are you a Freemason? Mm -hmm. No, cool. Yeah, just checking, just checking. Like, how does that? I'd be a little bit thrown off. Yeah. Yeah. I can see why he laughed. I'd be like, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. Wink. The week family and friends were searching for Ray, Allison allegedly told Porter that he had been acting gloomy and wouldn't get out of bed the Saturday before he went missing. She mentioned she was worried about his mental state, and according to Porter, Ray approached other friends saying on things as well. Brad um, Hopman, Ray's childhood friend, was also approached by Ray regarding the Freemasons. He also told the Baltimore Sun that the week before his death, Ray asked to visit his top floor apartment in Jersey City, apparently alone. And it appears that Brad did give Ray a key, but Ray ended up returning it. Mm. Internet sleuths have analyzed the note a bit differently. One Reddit (laughs) user claims that the formation of the paragraphs and shape of the note spell out the word help. And that's the one that seems most far-fetched to me. I don't. Like, have you looked up a picture? I mean, I saw it. Okay. Have you seen it? I saw it on, I think I saw it. I didn't look at it looking for letters hidden, though, to be fair. I was more looking at it. Well, I've seen one that's... I um, reading it. Oh, so there's, like, one of the theories is that... Let me see if I can pop it up. I mean, I get the last like piece the, of this thing is, like, an appreciate. Like, it's how... Yes. So it's, like, how the paragraphs are and how the notes are. Spell out the word help. I think they're stretching, but I see what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Huh. Definitely feel like it's a reach. I mean, I, I mean, he is a writer, but like, it is kind of weird that the like corner of the paper is gone. I always, when I saw it originally, I thought that was kind of weird, but yeah. But he like ripped up like parts of the notes were apparently in the trash can, mm-hmm. so I don't know what that means too. I don't know what those said. Um, I thought they said nothing. That's the way I took what she said, like the scraps. So I thought it sounded. I looked like uh, he like ripped it or like cut it 
and then like that extra just like went in the trash. Yeah, I didn't think the scraps had. Oh, okay, garbage on they it. might not have. It, it just seemed like a weird anal thing he did to cut that white bit out. Maybe. Yeah. So maybe it was black. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it is a bizarre shape. It's not like just it, a corner. Of it thing. is. It's not, yeah, would, it's not a rectangle or a square. It's yeah, a weird. You can easily put that puzzle together. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but it's also like, who is this for? Yeah. <laughs> like, like if you need help, what do you need help with? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some theorize that the note is written in code. According to radiotimes.com, some users have converted the text into a number using the Jewish um, gematria system. I probably butchered that. Um, Whereby each letter is given a number. So the beginning Mm -hmm. of the note, brothers and sisters, would have a score of 1398, which um, is similar to phrases like follow the white rabbit, the Lord Jesus Christ, or possessed by the devil. Cool. Like polar cool. opposites. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Okay. One or the other. Good luck. With one. Yeah. <laughs> Reddit user Zuma Light Blue compared the contents of the note to the 1997 movie The Game, where Michael Douglas participates in a game, and throughout the movie, he has trouble distinguishing between the game and reality. Do you guys? How? I've never watched the movie. I've seen it. I haven't. I have told every person I've ever met to watch that movie. Are you? <gasps> Do you want to give a little breakdown of it? Because honestly. I was buying into this one, and I'll get to why okay. later, but... Okay. So, can you... Yes. I will I will do my very best and to not spoil things. So, the game, starring Michael Douglas, he's kind of like, not a crashy old man, but just very set in his ways. He does have a lot of money. I think he's he, like a successful banker. Yes, he has. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he just kind of goes about his normal life, and he has kind of a deadbeat brother who makes an appearance in his life. And the whole premise is that it is Michael Douglas's, again, sorry, it's been so long since I've seen it, I don't know the character names. Um, he, it's his birthday. And his brother gets him this gift. And he's like, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? He's like, just follow the instructions. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's, it's from me to you. And basically, without going into too many details, Michael Douglas gets thrown into this, like, whirlwind of trying to solve all these puzzles and mm-hmm. figure out like what's the purpose of this whole gift and every every corner something is thrown at him he has to survive at one point yeah, his, these stakes are high it's not yes. like a oh, puzzle okay puzzle. it's like yeah his house gets graffitied all of his books are gone but one book yes uh he ah. is he is he almost drowns like there's there is a lot of very like things seem to be going normal and then like something will just like throw him off and he's like put into these extravagant situations like tvs to... talk to him yeah and like i wrote down he wakes up in a mexican cemetery at yeah. one point like just oh. random like even i think even the first like you probably need to watch it two times honestly yes once. that's but once. the basically the whole thing of the is just like i don't even like i don't even know how to end this without like giving it away but just like every Every scene change, there is mm-hmm. something different and something new is happening. And you just have to keep, you're like on this ride with Michael Douglas. I, you can ruin it if you want. This movie has yeah. been out well, since 1995. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. if you don't want to hear the ending, like skip ahead, like a couple minutes. Yeah. So basically the whole thing, the whole premise is that his brother is putting his, this game is to like, you have to figure out like what's real and what's not. And like mm-hmm. the whole like part where he almost drowns is like, he's given a door like a window crank and he's like what the hell am i supposed to do with this and he just puts it in his pocket and then when he ends up in a car and then the car flies off a bridge and he has to put the window crank in the window Mm -hmm. to get out all of these crazy like i I can't even remember all of them again it's been a while since i've seen it but 
at the very end, it is him and his brother on a rooftop. Mm -hmm. And his brother's Mm -hmm. like, I can't do this anymore, blah, 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 and jumps. And Michael Douglas is like, oh my god, like, what just happened? And then, like, at the very, very end, everyone comes out and yells, surprise, for his birthday party. And he's like, yo, my brother just died. Uh, okay, hold on. You're close. The only reason I know this is because I read about it. Okay, go. So, they're on the roof. Yes. Yes. And that's when it's supposed to be like, surprise, like, it's all been a game. You're totally cool. Yeah. His brother had champagne and he oh, yeah. shoots his brother because he's convinced his brother, I think, already died. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm yeah. And then Michael Douglas dives off the roof. Yes. Yep. Goes he, through a glass window. Yep. yep. Okay. Gets to the party. I was like, wait, how the glass window thing have been doing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, good. yeah. Good. Yeah. You got all yeah. the middle details that I could not have provided. So mm-hmm. we're... Yeah. Balance. There you go. There's like a little bit of like a sex scene in it. So like a little bit of raunchy, just... Don't watch it with your parents. But also, it's a '90s movie. Just keep that in mind when you're watching mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I watched mm-hmm. it recently and was like, "Oh, things yeah. changed." I'll say, I think it's been like it's been like six to ten years since I've seen it. So thank you for saving my ass in the end there. But no, you're overall, fine. the whole thing is like a, a mind fuck. Just okay. Yeah, you, you don't even know what's real. <laughs> like it's so weird. Well, because I've watched movies like Beautiful Minds, and we're halfway through trying to figure out, is this a game anymore? Or are they trying to show us that he has schizophrenia, and we don't know if he knows any of this is real? It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. All of it. From the bits we've given and bits we remember, it's good. Yeah. Shutter Island, The Game, all of these wonderful things. I love those psych thrillers. <gasps> have not seen it. I'll put it on my list. Yes. Well, let, call me. I'll come rewatch with you mm-hmm. so I know what I'm talking Actually, about. Actually, can you call us both? Go. We probably need a refresher. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure yeah. everyone listening at home is like pulling their hair out like, good <laughs> lord. I just watched this yesterday. You guys yeah. are all wrong. <laughs> we'll get some emails. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> We're trying. Yes. Zuma Light Blue believes Ray may have been copying events from the movie. Another person like commented in this thread, quote, the whole movie is about this crazy game that makes you think you lose everything in order to let you appreciate life again. Ray was an unsuccessful movie script writer, and maybe he got involved in something that tried to imitate the game in some way, end quote. And there is an excerpt from the note that like mentions a game and Ray did have that movie title listed out in his note, quote, I'd like to welcome those who accepted out invitations for membership during the game. We couldn't have done it without you. I took on the endeavor to find the truth, but not for its own sake. In accepting this quest for the truth, I hope to make myself, with the help of others, into a man worthy and ready to receive it. End quote. I will say also, like, I heard you say, he, he named a lot of M. Night Shyamalan movies. The yes. Village. Yes. Another good one. Mm-hmm. Yet again, did not see that coming. Yeah. Whoa. So he likes, he likes just, like, total twists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Huh. Or... Is the note not sinister at all? Some believe these notes are a collection of Ray's ideas for a screenplay he had been working on before his death. In her interview, Allison even mentioned that Ray typically wrote random thoughts down in no order whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So one single piece of paper may have a phone number, a philosophy idea, and a work-related note all meshed together. So maybe there isn't a deeper meaning (laughs) behind it all. Um, And it was sent off to the FBI lab, but they determined that it didn't show any suicidal intent. And I mean, from the things I've read, I'd have to agree. (laughs) But what it does do, so someone on um, Reddit, Mm -hmm. oh my God, on Reddit, there are so many things. Yeah. (laughs) They point out this note, it matches like a Stansberry speech template. Like they paired it up to like one of these speeches. Um, Hmm. So like in a speech, I guess Stansberry had, or no, sorry. In something he writes, like, dear reader, 
In regular places, all of America, the lights are going out. And then in Ray's note, you have brothers and sisters. Right now around the world, volcanoes are erupting. Oh. So there's a bunch of like parallels like that. Oh, weird. And like even in his speeches, he like lists out different um, like scientific, not experimentation, but like leaps we've made. Yeah. And so does Ray in his note. It almost seems like he was preparing some kind of speech. Yeah. Like people to thank. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. People to get five years back. So I didn't. I took People it like, that inspired him. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, because also if you look at it as being like notes to some kind of random speech, it makes more sense why it's so broken up because you wouldn't have to put every single sentence. Yeah. It's just more like, like a trigger to like mm-hmm. help you remember what comes next. So he's a writer. He probably does like little tricks to help yeah. him like remember stuff. Well, like I was thinking, is it like, um, wow, that was every single thing you're not supposed to say. It's like, um, mm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would... Like the Jim Carrey thing where he writes that, um, I shouldn't have said a word now, I'm thinking about it, where he writes that check for a million dollars to himself. Is this like his thank you speech in 10 years? I don't know what you're talking about. So when Jim Carrey, before he was famous, apparently he wrote a, a check to himself for a million dollars. He's like, by this year, I'm going to be famous. I'm going to make it. Oh, wow. Whoa. Yeah. Like he didn't have the money to do it. He was yeah. just like, I'm investing in myself. Huh. Everybody hates him. I mean, he's creative as fuck. Oh, I think he's cool. I think he's kind of a realist. So you're saying, like, if this was a speech, he was writing it for way later down the road. Maybe. Perhaps. Yeah, I, or I could he see is that. doing some kind of screenplay. Because he's in the Freemasons, which I don't think well, they're as sinister as. I don't know. No, I think they're just like a secret well, society full of men. I don't I know. <laughs> the whole point of this thing, by the way, for anyone who wants to know, and come at me because I'm sure there are secret of things, but the Freemasons is basically the first fraternity. Their whole thing was taking young, deserving men that they liked and teaching them the skill of masonry in the Middle Ages, which is when having a skill was the only way, like, mm-hmm. to get anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, everyone else is farming and begging whenever else you do you the Middle Ages. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So teaching someone a trade where you can build cathedrals was huge. Yeah. Um, and so it's a secret society because they don't want this information getting out. Like, not everybody deserves to be a... Well, kind of. And then you can set your own prices. They're controlling the market, essentially. Oh, okay. And, like, religion was a huge thing, so they probably tied in some weird rituals, which is what everyone talks about now. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, we were in a sorority. We didn't, like, sacrifice anyone off our roof, but there's things we're not supposed to talk about. Yeah. Or oh, we did. We... No, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we don't know for a fact that he was in it. No, no, no. I'm saying maybe right. he was, like, trying to write a screenplay about it or something. Because he is talking to the council, which mm-hmm. that, to me, threw me off. Maybe yes. he's, like, in a, like just the way you described it, maybe he's, like, giving a speech to, like, become a member. Like, maybe. Hmm. That just, like, I don't know. We had to say some stuff. No, there was a... Pete from a book, so I don't know. There was a theory, like, maybe he knew something was getting in deep or he was trying to get with the Freemasons. So this is, like... I get their secrets. I'm totally cool with it. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can be down with your secrets, which I don't know why he would hide that document, though. Unless he didn't want his wife to find it. That's the part I don't, I'm not it's fully re- convinced. When you say, like, you gave, like, both sides of it, Aaron, with, it's this cryptic thing and blah, blah, blah. But then the other, like, the other side of it is, like, it means nothing. Then why the F was it taped behind his computer? I feel like that's not up. very hidden. <laughs> in all honesty. Tiny, I'm telling you right now, even if I'm writing something, it's going in like my desk drawer or in my notebook. I'm not yeah. taping it behind my computer. But to be fair, he lives with um, two women who snoop, I think, a lot better than anyone we may live with. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe he didn't want to save it on his computer. He taped it behind it. 
if that's honestly what he's trying to do and making it as small as possible, I yeah. kind of get it. Yeah. He's trying to get into this nefarious Freemasons, which I don't think is nefarious, but yeah. Or, I also was thinking, what if Stansberry was in some kind of like adult fraternity and he was trying to get in and he thought it was similar to the Freemasons? I mean, all I'm saying is Porter Stansberry. Well, we can we work on the note first. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Those are my <laughs> things. All I'm saying is, pa- yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, uh, the fact that like people think it's coded and stuff, I don't think it is. I don't, I don't know. I think it's not as what you said. I don't think it's as sinister as it seems to be. I think there yes. may be some meaning behind it. Yeah. But I yeah, don't think, yeah. I don't think it has to do with his death. No, I don't think so. Or it could be a break from reality, which I will give some credence to. Okay. Because you do see it's rambling. Like, we're still sitting here trying to figure out what could it mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That could be a sign of like, he's making lists who doesn't forget something. I don't know. Yeah. So that's why I mentioned that one part of Allison's interview where she's like, one note he could take has like 10 different things on it mm-hmm. that just don't flow at all. So, and I would believe it if it was like a notepad next to his desk and been jotting stuff down, but he typed it, made it as small as possible so he could still read it and yeah. then taped it mm-hmm. behind a computer. Because the computer, I think, was to the wall. Like, you wouldn't have found it unless you were looking for it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I'm saying. I don't... It's weird yeah. that it was there. It is yeah. fucking weird. It is. This case has literally taken so much of my brain. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Mm-hmm. We're not even... But, we're not even done. <laughs> you could do a yeah. whole podcast on just the letter. Exactly. Yeah. Which I have touched on everything I needed. So, if you guys have any other ideas about... <sighs> Yeah, what? Well, you want to keep going with the letter? You got anything else on that? Oh hell no, we're done with that shit. <laughs> I don't, I, I, I don't think it has to do with anything. I think it was a nice little. When you're that desperate and you are trying every avenue to try to just put some sense to yeah. what happened, mm-hmm. of course it had to be explored, and of course it, yeah. it should have been, and I'm glad it was. But I, truly, based on everything else, and there's, I feel more evidence that points to something else that does like doesn't include the note at all does it do like some of the theories that people think revolve around the note do i think incorporate to what happened maybe but i don't think the note meant anything you don't think like someone else or allison put that there to get more attention to his case i don't think so no i mean i'm not trying to say it's bad like yeah if andrew is missing and no one's listening i don't know what i would do maybe i'd be like I'll just put something. I mean, you do, people, there's been times where people do stupid stuff because they want to be, it throws off the case. Like, I hope, she seems very smart and very regimented in, like, her story, what she was told, what she thinks happens. I just don't, I just don't feel that that's, I don't think she would play a part into anything potentially taking away from what happened. Mm -hmm. Someone tried to say she was lying on Reddit and people, (gasps) oh, dog You can see in her mother brick-fracking eyes that there is absolutely so much pain and not a Mm -hmm. lie came out of her mouth. I will, Mm -hmm. I will, that is a hill I will die on. No, I read that and I was like, oh, you have screwed yourself, bud. Like, oh God. Because I just said, (laughs) she's lying and everyone's like, are you out of your goddamn mind? Like, Sounds like a troll. (laughs) Oh, there's many a troll. No, you were talking about who's lying, the other episode with that creepy ass husband. That's who's fucking lying. Well, no one needs to look into that. We all know he's. (laughs) No one needs to make a comment. You should do a side by side the interviews and be like, which one do you think's lying? Now, do you see? Let's get back on with it. Just you can literally just show a video of just their eyes, and you would know. 
But I differ from you. I think the note is related. Really? Oh. I do. Well, then you have stuff to say about the note, so go ahead. No, I mean, I really already did. Like, okay. it could be a stream of consciousness. It could be a break from oh, reality. Okay. In that sense. It could be both, really. Yeah. Like, you could be losing touch, thinking like, oh, I'm going to, one day I'm going to make a speech. Let's get this out in the open, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I, my overall, like, takeaway, because there are so many rabbit holes you can go down. Oh, my God. There are, like, I think it's different, too. Like, the way you just described it, Aaron, for someone who's never seen it, I think they do get a better picture, in my mind, of what happened. Mm -hmm. Netflix, the way they do the timeline, which is very straightforward. Yeah. But they, like throw thing random facts in at the end that match up with their timeline and so that is where i was like hold up like let's break down all of the evidence Mm -hmm. factual things that happened like the glasses not breaking Mm -hmm. phone working the flip-flops all all laying just sitting on top of the roof Mm -hmm. all right you're gonna go to the roof all these things let's go to the roof let's go upstairs to the roof (laughs) here we are okay (laughs) i would like to start with Something that immediately came to my mind, because in the episode, someone said, unless you were literally on top of the parking garage or on top of the Belvedere, you wouldn't have seen the hole. Mm -hmm. How do we know that hole wasn't there before? That room was never used. That's, I just, it was like a thing that stuck out to me. I remember them saying that in the episode. But then again, I'm like, you have all those rooms so but okay so then the windows okay so if people noticed the hole how did they not notice or hear someone going through it nobody Mm. saw anything that's also so that was okay just sorry yeah with that little bit so i um unfortunately i'm in the camp of he was having a mental break and i think he did kill himself um i know but the wow no this is good i I think we're we all well, I differ from you. Yeah. Good. This is good. No, it's really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only thing well, there's a couple things that I still can't work my mind around how no one would have heard it. To be fair, it would have been very quick. I don't know if it was like late at night, maybe they I don't know. Cause they say it wasn't like the most sturdy roof. And also from mm-hmm. the way that he this is all conjecture, obviously. They <laughs> think he went in, he would have dove in yeah like made a running jump and he would have been holding his sandals in his hand okay and that's Mm -hmm. why when he hit like the impact it could have like blown up because also the sandals and stuff didn't seem that weird to me because if you remember back to the i'm talking very if you remember back to the cecil hotel episode Mm -hmm. that throwback um that lady who jumped out of her room and she landed on someone else and killed them both. Yeah. And they knew he was just walking by because his shoes were still on and hers weren't. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to get into the science of it because people on Reddit are into oh, this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. About this too, like whenever you get in a car accident, yeah. your shoes, like if you get hit head on, so, so like it's the force will literally like make your shoes fall off. Wow. Yeah. So they were thinking maybe I'm also in this camp, unfortunately, he either was holding his sandals he would have to be holding his hand. I don't know how she would run fast enough to leap out with there like Sam, that. Yeah, with them on. Okay. But with knowing he was like an Olympian-esque <laughs> level, it would make sense if he was trying to dive out. Ignore the fact he's over a roof. Just the actual action of diving out. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then if things were in his pockets, 
he may have not hit the right velocity for him to fly out until the end or until he actually hit something. Maybe he jarred mm-hmm. and that's when mm-hmm. things fell out. Also, phones were a lot more. I'm going to counter you. A lot more reliable for right now. <laughs> a lot more. Well, I was thinking like a Nokia phone. It was not yeah. a Nokia. I know, but I'm saying like our yeah, phones I now, I could I sneeze checked. on it. Oh, <laughs> dude. You, I could like, drop they, it on the carpet and there'd be a like crack a Nokia phone like got put into uh, like it got paved in a like tar like and it still worked <laughs> actually look at the picture i don't i thought there was definitely some scratches on it they made it seem like nothing was wrong there was that. i mean there was a little bit but um yeah I, counter, sarah i know you don't wear glasses yeah aaron does yep i do my vision is very bad mm-hmm. i've had my glasses for less than a year and they like already have scratches on them and i take very good care of them there is absolutely no fucking way that his glasses have nothing wrong with them. And they were just sitting there? There's no way. Well, I mean, okay, if they were in his pockets because he was scared of heights. No one else has said this, I don't think. This is now coming to me. <laughs> so think you're scared of heights. You probably don't want to see what's below you. Take him off. Maybe he's nearsighted so he can still see the ledge. He just has to get a few good leaps and he can dive out. Mm-hmm. And then he'll be at his birthday party for the game. No, but there's no way though. Like the the flip flop broke. The one had, I mean, maybe the like, what is this? Like the scrape marks on the toe, the drag marks. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was there. Who knows? Could that have happened when he broke his flip flop? Then he was carrying them. What if he had a rough night? It sounds like he fucking did. Uh, he would <laughs> honestly have to have had a rough night. I just can't get over the glasses thing. I don't care if they're in his hand. I don't know where they are on his person. Mm-hmm. Either on his face, on his head, on his pocket holding them they were seeing glasses right not sunglasses they were seeing glasses yeah that there is foreign to me no way that they weren't bent at all like i wear if yeah. you wear your glasses too much like my nose pieces get bent so there's no way that that much force but then how did they get on there to begin with so if you're saying that someone else put them there mm-hmm. and then so they had to go up to that roof oh like okay yes yeah, so what do you think happened then? How do you think they got there? Uh, well, <laughs> I think someone placed the shit there. The hole and everything? I don't, here's, this is where, my mind, again, we yeah. all have different theories. Yeah, we're obviously not cops, <laughs> also. Truly, I do not think he went through that hole. I don't think he did at all. If you, mm. your theory is he ran, 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 and dove off. How he had a contusion on his head. I'm sorry. I'm not a scientist or a cop or anything. But if I head first went through a 40, like I jumped 40 feet down, 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 11 plus stories all the way into a roof, my head better be, I mean, it's got to be bashed in. If you hit head first, bashed in completely. Mm -hmm. If he hit feet first, let's say he was running and he pencil dove. Could happen, because he definitely didn't go horizontal, because the hole's tiny as hell. If he went feet first, his fucking leg, like, his legs would be, like, up into his body. There is no way. Uh, do we know, hold on. I have a picture Pish, of the autopsy like, where it says what's yeah. wrong with him. It said, or, I'm just gonna read it. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Okay. Um, also found on Reddit, so if it's not exactly true, <laughs> uh, sorry, it's from Reddit. Yeah. Um, okay, the body was that of a well-developed, well-nourished, moderately decomposed Hispan- Hispanic male clad in a black-white zip front jacket, yellow t-shirts, gray underwear, 
smarter and that's for you. And green <laughs> pants. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Um, um, 251 pounds, 6'4 in height, and appeared compatible, compatible with reported age of 32 years. Um, body was cold. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Bloating, patchy, red, green, brown, discoloration of the skin with marbling. I'm not saying there was that. Rigor had passed. If they call it slippage. Yeah. Yeah, huh? Skin I, slippage. It, it blah, 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 blah. Move on. Um, <laughs> at some point they say there's a broken, yeah, Aaron read the broken tibia, fibia. Yeah, it was an open break. And so like the shit. bone was sticking out. But just one. That's and still not enough. Injuries of the head and back will be described, but what does it mean all? There's a uh, soft tissue and orbital globes severely decomposed. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. One second. I'm getting there. It's so tiny. Talking about larvae. Um, Sarah. Never mind. They, it's literally said, it'll all say it below and then guess where it cuts off. <laughs> below. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I thought I was Regardless. The, the, uh, medical examiner's corner whatever mm-hmm. they said it is not consistent with the fall and mm-hmm. it's undetermined so for a medical examiner to not fully feel confident that it's a suicide i just feel mm-hmm. that he was beaten and hurt mm-hmm. by someone intentionally mm-hmm. and put there so you think it happened at a secondary location Correct. when they put him there? Correct. That it would explain why he's not on any footage, why uh, his stuff is just laying on the roof. I mean, he his flip-flop could have broke while he was fighting someone. Why the people would, would choose to just leave his shit there and not just take it? I don't know. That's not my problem. Maybe they thought they, the phone would track him or whatever. If his last known location is the... Even if the phone was on, if the last little known like pinpoint was the Belvedere, then that would make sense mm-hmm. that he was that he died there. So just, I think it was a coincidence. I think I I have to agree with you with like a little bit like maybe he was going down like a darker path, mm-hmm. and maybe that like that's what led to this happening. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he jumped. I, I think he, your body be real messed up. I think he dove, not jumped. But no, they um. That's, that's a really terrible, terrible joke. So that's okay. I almost just said, oh, I'm about to die. <laughs> oh, God. I'm oh, sorry. God. We're going straight to hell. Please, we always, we mean everything we say it to just get us through this. Don't be mad. <laughs> so from what they were saying about the roof, and also if he was jumping from the 11th floor, he's 250 pounds. He was, he'd taken a good couple leaps so he could kind of run out and then dive like, like he's diving yeah, into a pool. Mm-hmm. This is not supposed to sound rude, but he has made himself into a human torpedo. So if his arms are up and he's going through, you'd expect to see a lot of damage on your arms. And then the thing's going to just like, it's going to fall through, mm-hmm. which would make sense. Maybe why his legs broke, because then like, if you're going at an angle and it hits something that kind of snap. Where, why is his head like even recognizable then? Is it? Yeah. He had like a contusion. I didn't want to look at. I'm sorry, I can't look oh, at crime scene photos. I didn't look at any. Photos, I just read. So I, I read. Really I read the part about the head and what they said. Like it just. They said like, like small contusion. I guess my thing is if your arms are above your head, they're taking most of the impact. I think I better write it down. This whole. Mm-hmm. 
yet again, I'm not an examiner, but also yet again on Reddit, I should probably get off Reddit. Someone's explaining how would the medical examiner have known what's consistent with a jump that tall if they couldn't verify where he jumped from and also how many people are flying through buildings from 11 floors. Oh God. Well, they're also, it depends on the angle that he hit. Like they need to nail down where he jumped from until they do that. Yeah. They cannot. They, yeah. They don't know. No. Cause I feel like any of the options could be options. I don't know. Well, the problem is the Baltimore police really didn't investigate that much. Yeah. So they left so many doors open for people to just give these things. Like one theory yeah. is that he was dropped from a helicopter. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Oh my. At their wedding, Porter Stansberry, whose first name is Frank, by the way. It's not Porter. Oh. Found that out on YouTube. Are you mm. Frank Porter? That is the worst name ever. It's um like Frank Porker, like Frank with a hot dog. I would love that. Um it was yeah, I remember I remember her saying it's like his full name and I was like, the fuck? Well his name, um Wait. Maybe it's like Frank Porter Stansberry. Yes. yes. Okay. Do you know? Yes. He was named after his <laughs> his stepdad, who came along after Porter was born. By the way, his mom changed his name to Frank Porter Stansberry oh. after she met this guy. Oh. Which is why he goes by Porter because his stepdad goes by Frank. Mm. Fucking wouldn't like that. Isn't that yeah. weird? Yeah. Like case aside, that's bizarre. Yeah. It's like my mom changing my name when she got married when I was in fifth grade. Like, your name is not not Morgan Logan Colex any longer. It's Magdala Morgan Colax. No, Mm-mm. we're not doing that. I would give you add a middle name. Like, I don't know, but to, or like ask me if I want a hyphen. Like, take this, toss it out the window. Your yeah. name is now exactly what your stepdad's name is. <laughs> take away your identity, much like <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Okay, but he had a helicopter. Was the thing like he showed up to their wedding in a helicopter? And this lady on YouTube was like, um, first of all, that is upstage in the bride and you should be ashamed. (laughs) (laughs) And I agreed. Yeah. So there is a theory that the angle doesn't make any sense because they got dropped from a helicopter. But then that's another thing. How are you not going to hear a helicopter and then a big boom? Exactly. And no, no one saw the helicopter. Like I, no, it's a bustling downtown. There's no way. And okay. Could you guys find if it's ghetto or not? Some people are like, you wouldn't even notice the sound of gunshots because it happened so much. And then everyone else is like, there's affluent people that stay in that hotel. Yeah. I think I yeah. think it's just kind of like downtown St. Louis. Like, you, you got a good section, you got a little rough section. Like, I, that's, that's what fair. I picked up on. Like, mm-hmm. like it's a city. State streets, you know, kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. We live in St. Louis. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So then, like, a general question, and maybe you don't fit into any of these categories, but do you think... It was all mental health. Do you think Porter had something to do with it? Like when he was like, oh shit. Like, do you think like it pushed away? It was like something to do with his work slash Porter. Or do you think it was like this random third party group? Mm. Freemasons or not. Someone, someone outside of the, of his normal circle. I don't, I think maybe I don't understand about the Freemasons. I don't understand the big fascination besides they've been a secret for a long time. To me, they're just a fraternity mm-hmm. and they probably had some sway in government. Like, years ago maybe still now because don't they say like the bush family is in that or something no freaking idea they also say they're the illuminati so i don't know i don't know yeah they said the word freemasons and i was like wait what the fuck like i truly had i still don't fully understand i don't know <laughs> for all my weird interests that is not something that even draws me in a little bit so I yeah just, he seems like such the type of person just even from the brief you know time he's you know his life is talked about 
like, so involved with his wife. Like, yes, he was having a rough two weeks, but, like, he was involved with his family, even the ones that lived in Puerto Rico. Like, Mm -hmm. he was Mm -hmm. involved with them. He spoke with them all the time. And it just seems very odd to me that he would be so far deep into something like that it makes more sense to me that he was in trouble like with his work or potential new work slash Porter. So his new work, he owned that business. Who? Uh, Ray? Ray. He owned his own little, like he was trying to get into like, um, okay. Artsy or stuff. That's not paying bills. So I'm saying like the part like that, like, Um, I think he got in trouble like at the end of his career with Porter, like maybe not in trouble, but like, well with that um article that i'll link in the show notes because porter was interviewed for it he said so ray left six months previously and he was like no will will he left wanted to do up something else but then he still did some stuff on the side with agora publishing yes um so um what a fool um did allison know that mm-hmm. i she, think yeah okay. okay it was allison's credit card that he had used to buy all the camera equipment Yes. So at the time, I heard there were some money things. Seventy k. Yeah, there was because he had, um he was working on this big project for Agora, which is that parent company that stands very in associates. It used to be like Shark something or something. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> to not go diving into it. No matter what we say, Frank <laughs> Stansberry is sleazy. Okay, he is a sleazy. Seen, oh yeah, senior junior. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the first time I heard his name, Porter Stansberry, I was like literally what a white frat guy name like i was so happy how was harvard that your parents paid for you to get into buddy anyway i don't think he had a lot of money growing up no i don't think he did then again i'm just not ignorant i'm from a farm town don't you have to have money to be in a water polo team like wouldn't your school have to have no i guess there is like public pools take that toss it we're cool kirkland Uh, had a water polo team i think really no just kidding um (laughs) what was i just saying about porter I think he's shady. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So shady. So he was working, um, Ray was working on this project. He had just filmed some stuff and he was editing it. He had just booked an editing suite for the next week. Mm-hmm. He was on a tight deadline. Like, I think he only had like five days to finish this thing left. Oh, okay. And at the end of these days is when they're going to send out the DVDs and he'll get reimbursed for the 70K on his wife's credit card. Dang. Damn, I wish I That's had that lot. on my credit card. Okay. The fuck? Can anyone find what they actually did? Because that house was huge. That house was amazing. And then he put 70K on a credit card. I don't know, but she, I mean, she had to have money too. Because she, I mean, she was business trips and. 70K on a credit card? Yeah. My credit card would not go that high. Mm-mm. Uh, mine would go maybe like a 20 20- <laughs> 20th of that my bank would be calling me <laughs> okay, my bank would be laughing at me yeah like, you fool that's not going on here i asked okay not accidentally I, it was christmas time and i was trying to support small businesses yeah it's like 300 on etsy my bank fucking froze my car and they're like <gasps> um i just want to call you and ask about your um, potential really fraud. and i was like no i shop on <laughs> etsy all the time this is just the one time i've purchased like a hunk of stuff because i was right. like adding to my cart like yeah. you know and then i made my little nope yeah that's never me. happened to my card yet Hmm. so uh, 300 okay <laughs> like woo! Oh, they were oh. just really concerned yeah <laughs> thank you vantage credit union mm-hmm. hey they're just checking in just yeah checking in. yeah um actually hmm, psa they were stupid <laughs> they left me because it said vantage credit union i didn't put two and two together or no it just said like white like wichita something and mm-hmm. i was like i'm not answering that and then i listened mm-hmm. to the voice and i was like hi this is jennifer calling from vantage credit union 
Um, we're just calling because there was some potential fraudulent activity on your on your account. Um, here's your PIN number for when you call back. You'll have to say like give the PIN number to pull up your case. And I was like, okay. So I called, and the first question they asked was, "What's your account number?" And they didn't even say Vantage Credit Union. They just said Credit Union. Mm-hmm. And so I said, "No, why don't you tell me my there account number?" Like, so PSA <laughs> for all the people: if a bank ever calls you about fraud, one. Don't call that number back. Two, call the number on the back of your card. Mm-hmm. And three, never give out your account number unless you call. Yeah, yeah. If you learn nothing else from us, that's what you need. <laughs> Dad, that's actual real life information you need to know. Dad, I hope you're listening. I hope you're proud of me. Thank you. He said like, yes, Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I waited to yes. all these episodes. <laughs> back to it. 70K, man. Wow. Um. Okay. I did want to talk about if he was suicidal. Okay. If he did have a mental break. So yes, it's very difficult to believe anyone is suicidal. But they were saying he started acting kind of funky after he moved to Baltimore. Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Yes. So he was away from his family. Mm-hmm. Hanging out with. But they were there for a while. Mm-hmm. Six plus months, right? <clears throat> yes. But then yeah. in that six months, one of the few people he actually liked died. Oh. oh. Um, his name was something like Tom something mm-hmm. he was visiting his daughter in africa because she was some kind of like peace corps person or something okay like relief worker i think they called her yeah and they were in a car accident and that death was weird too yes oh, so gosh. she mm-hmm. survived the girl was in the car and she distinctly remembers saying like dad are you okay and he was lucid and said yeah i'm fine like go with them like because her legs were broken so Ooh. i go to the hospital oh like her. after the crash yeah crash okay. happens they're in the car and she looks at him and he's still lucid yeah like, yeah just go with him i'll take care of this mm-hmm. and then they're like um the wife got called saying a car that's registered to your man has a dead white or not to your man to your husband has a dead white man in it so whoa oh and this is one of the few people because like, apparently a lot of people surrounding porter stands very were very like uppity like all about money and that wasn't ray mm-hmm. he was very much like i just want to make enough money to go back to where i want to be and like be with my wife and make it yeah I know, which is like, couldn't you have just been a dick? Like, I don't want to like mean, you on every level. I will say, like, not to, like, take this on a whole other person's case, but, like, I mean, adrenaline does some crazy shit to your body. That's fair. Like, shock. Like, I think I've already told the story, like, recently, but, like, prime example, like, when I broke both my wrists, when I was rollerblading, I, like, crashed into the tree, hands first, mm-hmm. then my face smacked it, and then I slid down the tree, right? Good mm-hmm. lord! Yeah, I, I think whoever is watching over me that my teeth stayed in my mouth because that is my <laughs> biggest like i hit face for, like there was blood like pouring out of my oh, nose no. a girl in my high school knocked out her forefront teeth <gasps> uh, uh, no literally putting like a, a pop-up camper thing like the pole into it yeah she was flying ticking around because she was not always the most focused and it slipped out knocked <gasps> in the face and knocked forefront teeth out oh lord so Sorry. also I'm very happy that no one does. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's um, looking out for you. Yeah, they were. Um, but in the moment I they, like my friend, like, you know, skated up to me and she was like, Oh my God, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm okay. But, like I kind of like went like that. And I was like, Oh shit. Like I'm bleeding. Like I so much adrenaline was going through me that I didn't even like, I couldn't tell how my face was. Mm-hmm. I was like, call my mom just like, cause we're going to, it was a half day. So I was like, all right, we're going to go back up to school. They're going like, to mm-hmm. bandage my face and we're going to go. So my friend calls my mom, goes straight to voicemail, and she's like, hey, like, this just happened, but Morgan's okay. Like, we're just going to go get, like, her face cleaned up and, like, up as a nurse. <laughs> Lisa, oh, no. 
So then, by the time my friend is hanging up the phone, I have attempted to untie my skates, and my hands are like in a downwards motion, and I'm like, wait, why can't I, un- why am I, why, I can't untie my skates. Like, I can't, why can't I take my skates off? And my friend Sarah's like, uh, <laughs> Morgan? And I'm like, call my mom back, I'm not okay. Mm. And <laughs> so call my mom back, and then my hands were drooping, and I like, but they were both broken, so like I couldn't even like support oh my, my own God. wrist. So I literally had to like walk <laughs> with my arms crossed across my body. Oh, Morgan, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Um, I was in cast for uh, two months, so. Jeez. With my wrist pointed down because they had to be set so they could oh like, my god yeah and then two weeks like this two to three weeks and then braces for a long time so wow. and yet we are very blessed because they're like their crack the break was very close to your growth plate like you might and i was like oh, i can't have baby hands <laughs> i literally thought it was gonna happen but nope instead i have very large hands so we've been very i was very blessed that day for what could have happened yeah yeah so yeah anyway sorry that's a good point because what i guess he could have had like a concussion or something was just lucid enough to be like we're cool he was older in dad mode he was probably like no i'm okay yeah don't worry about me go and then he Mm could have been like he could have had a heart attack right then he could have died like anything that's true so So anyway so he had just lost his person yes and then i was this is friend this was one of his few friends that he made in this area oh okay, okay okay because yes so also, I looked up how to recognize suicidal behavior, oh, and I you. will probably cover this sometime in the future, but a quick list is severe sadness or moodiness, hopelessness, sleep problems, um, sudden calmness, which could be, well, so the hopelessness and stuff is like when you saw Allison say, and this is me just pigeonholing this to work for my uh-huh. thing, so don't come at me. I realize what I'm doing. I'm just trying to make it work in a way that makes sense. So if he had withdrawal... Um, he was sad, like she, Allison was saying, he was staying in bed a lot. Yeah, I know he was sad before she got there. Changes in personality, so he had gotten very paranoid. Yep. Like, um, she was explaining at one point, like she'd go run on the track. In the last few weeks, he wouldn't let her go alone. He'd go like read a book in the car. Like he mm. was very nervous for her to be on her own. Hmm. So it wasn't wow. even like self paranoia. It was like overall. Yes. That's. Good and apparently, to point like out. a guy walked up to her on the track, and he like sprinted down there, and the guy kind of like just. Got freaked out, walked away because I mean he was two hundred fifty pounds, pretty muscular. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I had ill intent or even not, I would also turn like, him well, bro, away. Well, bro, well, bro. Yeah. So he was on edge. He was different. Hmm. Um, change personality, recent trauma or life crisis. Um, the making preparations one. So one of the facts that Allison gives to her that proves he could have been suicidal is they were getting ready to leave Baltimore. They'd put their house for sale. But she didn't say if they were looking at houses in California, which they could have been. Okay. But if you were just selling your house, that to me could be a, like an indicator of like, he doesn't plan to move next. He plans like to get rid of this and go. Yeah. Okay. Yet again, this is me just... Making things fit. Yeah. Yes. Um, having a preoccupation with death, which his mom apparently was saying, oh, he's terrified of death. We had many deep talks about it. Which if they're a religious family, maybe. If not, it's kind of preoccupation with death dude i was raised catholic and i was terrified of death up until about five years ago i think so... human nature is probably to be terrified yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. want to stay alive i mean yeah you definitely but like i there is i'm like i i'm not gonna say this for every religion but like i coming from a family that is very religious and i was raised very catholic like there is like an almost like a like 
the fear of God is put in mm-hmm. you. So like I mm-hmm. kind of get why that may be. But yeah. man, it's and honestly, if his mom knows that and they had open conversations about it, like that's great. Yeah, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could argue his support system. They just yeah. weren't around when he was in Baltimore, which could make him a little more sad. But he loved Allison. I know. I know. Suicide doesn't always make sense to people that love them either. It could, you know what? And none of like none none of what we have said has can definitively one answer anything. Absolutely not. Or no. two, yeah. not to say it's not paired with something else. Okay. Are you segueing for me? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So he also someone brought up it could be his mental health mm-hmm. for arguing he jumped off a building. Then yes, you would have to say so. A paranoid personality disorder. They're always on guard. Um, this like just a sentence or two. They believe that others are constantly trying to demean, harm, or threaten them. And they're usually unfounded beliefs. Um, and their habits are going to be distrustful. And they might interfere with the ability to form close relationships. That makes sense. They have suspicions without reason, difficulty relaxing, doubt, commitment, loyalty, or trustworthiness. Mm-hmm. And personality, or sorry, paranoid personality disorder is also very closely related to schizophrenia. Which yet again, that's a big one. I'll go into it later. But basically, the three biggest things is disorganized thinking, which you could see in his letter if you're looking for it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Delusions and hallucinations. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this illness is linked to suicide. Okay. Mostly because you don't know what's going on. You could hurt yourself and not know you're hurting yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, and schizophrenia is, um, it comes on later in life. Well, not later in life, but like, you wouldn't see any symptoms until teenage to like mid twenties, and usually in men. I would like okay, you. I would like I to wondering. like follow up with you if like, and it's a, you may you probably don't have the answer to this, but like, I was like please don't give me like a even t- if you're like you have like you've been given that diagnosis or something close to it. It seems that he went downhill really quickly in the past, like in the like two weeks. I feel like that is a very small window for like. I mean, I know people go through, like, depressive episodes. Maybe he had them in the past and just hid them well or, Mm -hmm. like, whatever. But, like, I feel like to go from where his family and his wife say he was and, like, Mm -hmm. outwardly exposed, which I know, again, it happens every – like, it can happen to anybody. Yeah. It's typical with, like, outgoing people. But, like, that just seems like such a short window. Like, it almost makes me think that, like, it was maybe, like, a thought in his mind and then something pushed him. Like, an outside source was, like, I'm going to – you okay so i posted a question on reddit i was (laughs) like did anyone see a toxicology report on ray oh yeah there were well from what i've heard there were not drugs in the system there weren't which just proved one of my things but i'm still kind of on it yeah (laughs) i'm working with it we're we're flexible Mm -hmm. because who's reporting to me nobody is yeah (laughs) um all right sergeant let's go (laughs) well i'm sure you have your own theories too so let me just knock it out really quick because it has to do with like mental illness. So if you were to take um, da, 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 any kind of like hallucinogen or psychedelic type of drug or just any kind of drug and you already have these conditions, like underlying conditions, mm-hmm. that could make a really, really, really big impact on you. So yeah. let's say he's been kind of managing it. Like you, maybe he didn't notice until his mid twenties, but it wasn't enough to like throw you off. Maybe it's like, I bet you everyone feels like this. Nothing that weird. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he's also been pretty great his whole life. Like he's been on the swim team. Everyone's like, oh, you're so awesome and handsome, right? Because he is. He's pretty yeah. good. I think you're awesome, right? So, but then he moves out to Baltimore. Things are tough. His only friend dies. 
quarter sounds like a sleaze bag. Mm-hmm. And then not to stereotype anyone, but if you're showing up to a wedding in a helicopter, I can see you doing cocaine and other preppy type of drugs. You know what I'm saying? So what if they had done some kind of drug? This starts to have him like leave reality a bit. Like he's having an episode, doesn't know how to handle it. He's very paranoid. I say, so the thing with schizophrenia is you never know what their mind is going to pick up on, like obsess about. Mm -hmm. So like if you were raised religious, a lot of people have like those religious ideations, like I am God, like the, um, or you see like Jesus all the time. Yeah. Or like that Messiah complex. Mm-hmm. That's part of it. So if he was really in like these secret societies, that would make sense why he's asking everyone, are you in it? Are you in it? Like, how do I get in it? Some people thought maybe he took drugs as like a initiation ritual of some kind and that threw him off or he thought he was going through an initiation. Hmm. So, but yeah, you, I, you suspect foul play though. I do, but I, to go off of like what you said, I'd be interested to see. Like I know they did toxicology report, and I know like, I, obviously this was this didn't happen like last year, but mm. I know things can and, you know science and everything can only get better. But like he was potentially dead for like seven days, mm-hmm. so like, wow, mm-hmm. like there was major decomp. Like if yeah. he if he did a if. And dr- different drugs affect people differently and stay in systems and blah, blah, blah and all that yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, if he did a, like, a, you know, quick little of cocaine, like, did that go through his system? Like, did he, you know? Who knows the, Who knows if, how long that stays? Right. Like, there's just and so much. Yeah. There's just that paired with non, like, positive findings from the autopsy mm-hmm. and medical examining. Like, I just, mm-hmm. it just makes me, like, question everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. But then that doesn't, my theory is a working theory. It does not explain why their alarms kept going off at their house. See, that's the thing. Was it a fucking squirrel? Like, the we squirrels. Was it, it was the maybe squirrels. It was a, maybe he was just so paranoid that like something happened. I mean, maybe there was like a random person outside their house. Could have been, so, I mean, their house was fucking nice. Maybe a random ass burglar was trying to get in. Fair enough. It had, uh, maybe it had nothing to do with them. This is what I'm saying, though, this case, like, there's so many pieces that you could fit, mm-hmm. but then, like, I feel like there's always something you miss. Like, if it's foul yeah. play, here is my issue with foul play. Were they going to toss him off the roof? Or you don't think the hole was him at all? You think it's a red herring? I don't. So how do you think? Then how, then the person would have had to take him into this building, set it all up, go up to the roof, put his stuff on the roof. Put blood on the get walls. Get out. Put blood on the walls. That's right. There was a good blood, wasn't there? I Yet again, I didn't from, see pictures. From what the concierge said, yes. <laughs> the pictures they showed, there I saw nothing. It was like, oh, who who knows? There wasn't one final. Yeah. I just don't think the side like. Not only did the medical examiner and other people who are examining the scene that one guy uh, who didn't believe it was a suicide. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The one guy. <laughs> yeah, the one. He was like, "There's." He's like, "That hole was so small. Like, it was just." And like you're saying, this guy is 250. Like, I just, my brain cannot comprehend. Yeah. And if the medical examiner is even says one injury see, makes it undefinitive of suicide, you just, I have to believe that. Like, that's just like, how does his head not go in more or his legs like snap off? Like, depending, and like, they don't even know what, what if he went feet first or head first. They truly don't even know that. So how, yeah. there's just, I just can't. And the, the things laid out on, on, on the top of the roof, mm-hmm. it's just not, it's not right. To give credence to your, um, or saying, yet again on Reddit, shocker. I went down one rabbit hole in there, I could not get out. 
someone did point out if he went through that hole, wouldn't you expect to see some clothing shreds, like some skin, some blood on the hole? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I will give you that. It just looked like a fucking hole. I know it caved in, but you would still expect to see something, I would think. And like, again, Gary, who, shout mm-hmm. out to Gary in the show. He was like, yeah, I started here 30 years ago as a bellboy. Now I'm property. Yeah, manager. go you, I Gary. was like, oh, mm-hmm. Gary? Yes, That's what we yes. were talking about. Working your way up. But anyway, he was like, this room is never used. Mm-hmm. Like, he couldn't even remember the last time he was in there. Yeah. It's really easy for somebody to break into a building. I mean, it's... Uh, I just think, I think he was like, not, maybe not fully attacked there, but I think he was murdered either away from that premises or on the brink of death, brought there and killed. Would they have weakened at Bernie'd him to get him in the hotel then? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Then you have to get it up there. He didn't go into the hotel. But there's still, you have to get into the building You somehow. have to get into that room. Like, that's there's a, a bu- There's, like, the way they described it, the way I understood it was, like, a do- like you don't have to go through the hotel. There's, like, an outside door. It's, like, a, a detached conference part. Oh. I mean, that's the way it looks like from hmm. the roof. It's completely detached. Also, I did hear a rumor one place that Porter Sansbury bought the, uh, the parking garage next to that hotel. That's not fishy at all. Hmm. A little fishy. I think it's quite convenient that he puts up a reward makes himself look real good that's my buddy my good old pal and then the second they find the body a gag order is put in place he said that wasn't true from from what he said he said his like they were told they could have like lawyers or different things like if someone approaches you to talk to you you can go like here are some people you can talk to as well to go through how many interviews do you know that he did after I have I have no idea. And what in in the um the Baltimore Sun article, Allison was interviewed too, and she said the only reason she heard about that about Porter was through Bayer, the detective, just through him. I just think it's funny that he seems so adamant and like willing to help. Here's a reward, and then he, regardless of if he does one interview, none, it's, mm-hmm. his involvement is kept so quiet. So at that's first- pretty fucked up. At first, I actually understood why. Because I can see, mm-hmm. like, if you have a lawyer, and if the police are really that bad on that area, as everyone's saying, and you can see they're pulling up straws, they have no idea why he died, and they're looking for someone to blame, and they're and his company's already in trouble <laughs> for shady business deals, I can see why a lawyer is like, hey, maybe just get your head out of this, because we're not doing both. We don't need any more attention to this company or to you, you shady piece of shit. Well, why is there only one cop that thinks it's not suicide? I think it's kind of weird that everything got quiet down as soon as like Porter, like they thought Porter was involved. Everything just kind of, I think that there's a lot more going on. I just think they couldn't get past that first line to find anything else. Yeah. Regardless, he was, also, I don't know how much police work they really did on it. Yeah. Everyone talks so much, like, so bad about the police officers. I don't know if it was good or bad, but Mm -hmm. I just know we don't have any details. Exactly. Like, you get to the point, and then they hit a wall, and then it's like, well, where do you go from there if you don't have... A gag order is. A gag order is, like, it's not used a lot at all, but it basically is saying, like, nobody says a single word until there is a, like, a trial. Yeah. Per Per that article, he said there was no such gag order. So, again, I don't know if you can even look that up. I don't know. He also gives a How? weird speech where he says the lights are going out. Use my company's business letters to keep your lights on. <laughs> He's a sleaze bag. We can all agree on that. Yeah. Right? He's not a good yeah, person. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. And when I say 
like no. when you like I believe the foul play theory, I don't think it was random. I do very much think that Okay, so if that's the case, then what's the motive behind murdering him? I th- I mean, I think it was all like money. I mean, who like you like you went down the path, Sarah, of like his involvement in like potential like secret societies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think he got too deep in the company and like found some stuff out and maybe like I truly believe from what I heard and like how much everybody said he was so good, I think he found out bad things and was going to tell someone. And Porter was like, no. So it is very odd to me that Porter's first company got in a lot of trouble. Mm -hmm. Agora fired almost everyone else on his team, but kept Porter. And then Porter hired his friends that didn't have a finance background to write these financial articles. Mm -hmm. That to me, when I I remember thinking like, how would you even... If whatever happened, I feel like it was Porter saving his own ass. Yes. Regardless of any... if. Like anyone would know. Mm-hmm. I mean, whether he's guilty or not, yes. But that's what I. That's just how I feel. I think he's very sleazy. Oh, oh yeah. Do not. I don't. Yes. Yeah. To like not to be drama, but to quote Allison, talking about Ray, he turned over some rock that he shouldn't have turned over. That's what she thinks happened, and that's what I think. Well, okay. You watch is always sunny, don't you? Do yes. You? No. Yes. There's an episode where Frank goes back to his business. And Charlie is trying to figure out what the business is. And he's like, okay, like, what do we sell? Paper? And he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, okay, like, what product do we make? And he's like, we don't. We make money. And he's like, okay, so you print money. And he's like, no, don't be ridiculous. We just make money. And he's like, but what's your business? He's like, I don't have time for this, Charlie. Mm-hmm. To me, it's one of those businesses where it's like, I don't really understand what they do. They have you pay for these articles that don't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. For, like I mean, stock uh, tips. Yeah, stock tips. Yeah. There's way more. It's probably like snooty stuff, but like it's highbrow, us mm-hmm. middle highbrow. Ooh, that was nice. I like that. You gotta drop your voice when you're dancing. I think that it could be something as simple as like a Ray was getting was sick of getting like pushed around and like told what to do, and like probably was like, "Yo, dude, if we keep doing this, like bad shit's gonna happen, just like it did before." And maybe Porter didn't like that. I just think it's crazy that he is his best fucking friend, best man at his wedding or whatever. He was in the party, shows up to his fucking wedding in a helicopter, does all these things, gives him a job, and then nothing. He doesn't even he doesn't even talk to Allison. He doesn't even comfort her. He doesn't do anything. That's fucked up. I'm not gonna argue. He's a terrible person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think he had Ray killed. I think he was just a terrible person. If he loved, if he loved Ray the way that everybody else thought he did. Well, maybe, yeah. Maybe I don't think he, he loves anybody. Yeah. Saying, like, you couldn't go help the family. Like, you could, like, that's just... No, like, I imagine he was only sense. best man because he was a diva and he had to be best man or he was going to throw a fit. I don't know. You can't say, like, we don't have friends like that. Like, I know people like that. Mm-hmm. I just can't believe, like, I just can't believe, like, he didn't get called out. Like, like, or if he did, like, go to the house. Like, help Allison. Like, what? Sorry, I remember I was going to say. So, or, like, I understood immediately, like, a gag order. It's not great. I get like maybe the lawyers like let's look through and see what our options mm-hmm. are before anyone starts talking. Like that is a lawyer's job. I get that. Mm-hmm. But now that it's been like 10, 15 years, now to me it seems insane that he can't be like, here's my side of the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially if he's a sleazebag and a diva, which I'm labeling that. You just come off like if if you really want to protect your reputation and protect your business, mm-hmm. don't you think you'd want to look as less shady as possible? Cause you look real fucking shady. Oh, he looks terrible. So yeah. would it even help at this point? 
like him even talking. I feel like or people you, have I mean, their maybe not now, thoughts. But a yeah, year, a year a year from when it happened. Yeah, it fucking would have. I feel like well, maybe since this case I don't is know. Blown up again from the show. I I would just think yet again you can't put yourself in someone's shoes. Yeah. yeah. If I got that bad of a rap and I knew I was innocent, I would maybe consult a lawyer and say what like, like can I give a speech? Can I like approve a speech for me yeah. to say? Like I understand yeah. there's mm-hmm. certain things like you don't want to come out like the same reason they don't put defendants on the stand. I'll take your I'll take your polygraph I'll do what I'll cooperate instead mm-hmm. it was like I'm like, I, I get being quiet too but, <laughs> oh I wouldn't do yeah, it but, <laughs> no. but I'm saying if you truly are innocent there are ways to clear your name yeah through like legally like yeah. so I just mm-hmm. it's a little bit shady and um, yeah yeah I think he was I think it was a mental break I think poor Frank yeah sucks <laughs> I'm not even gonna call him Porter because he likes it have Aaron? you seen a picture of him lately, though? No. He looks bad. And I'm half. Kind of a bitch. Hell yeah. Aaron, what do you think? I don't know. I, I go back and forth. I'm very much in the middle. Mm-hmm. I really don't think Porter did it. I actually think what Angel said was interesting, that it was money, but it was maybe someone else. Like, who lost money. Who lost money. I, I, I thought that was an interesting, interesting theory, because mm-hmm. that, to me, like, I don't know. Like, again, he could be having a mental break. He's like freaking out that someone's going to get him. And maybe that was the case. And like, it wasn't Porter or something. And he's like, I don't know who's coming after me. Yeah. Maybe it's like an ex-client or something. Yeah. Yeah. So I lean like that way. And I do lean a little bit that way because like the money clip was never found. That's really weird. You have like the stuff that wasn't broken. But then they go the other way too. So I'm very much like right in the middle. And so, unless more information comes out, I really can't decide. Like I can't go swing either way. I yeah. do. Angel's theory makes more sense to me considering he had no financial background. I don't understand. Yeah. he. Yeah. C- who knows what the actual, like I shouldn't read the report. I didn't No, I was watching it, this so. YouTube lady and we'll link everything in the show notes, but she was explaining Porter was just hiring all of his friends for this company. Like it wasn't a bunch of Which like financial no people. Sense. It was people he played water polo with, like his buds from high school. Hmm. I think there was some people that knew financials, but it wasn't enough to like make. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. who's writing financial journals? Just writers? I mean, don't you maybe. have to know something? Yeah, I'd fucking hope so. Well, I don't know. People are buying but, it. <laughs> and all it takes is somebody to be a good schmooge, and he is. Yeah, yeah. was. Yeah. You know, Mo- Ray was a writer. I don't know. Maybe added some flair to it. So while our opinions may differ, I think one thing we can all agree on is that this was not thoroughly investigated enough. Yes. And there was way too many things that I feel like could have been answered. I thought you were going to say too many holes, and I was like, oh, oh hell no, Sarah, too many, too many plot holes. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's okay. No, I, <laughs> but like, my, my big hang up is like, and I've said it 600 times, like the medical examiner situation. Mm-hmm. Okay, then if it's not conclusive, like, study it more. Like, right. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. for someone, like, and I don't mean to keep talking about my past and stuff, but like, in fucking high school, my senior year, I took a uh, bio biotechnical engineering class, and so like, don't you sound smart? Dude, that's why mm-hmm. I was almost gonna be a biology teacher. Took chemistry one and was like, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like, we learned everything. Like, we did studies where like we had a knife and dipped it in fake blood and like did like an overhand stab and an underhand stab just to see like how different the blood splatter was. I mean, mm-hmm. there is so much testing that can be done. Like, why do we not hear about like? 
okay, we measured the angle of trajectory. If this this mass of 251 pounds came through here, yeah. what impact would that have on a human body? Like, I would have loved that. Like, where yeah, is that? That would have been, yeah. We, because and, because even, if that answer, even if that made more possibilities, it still narrows down what led up to it, mm-hmm. I feel. Or if they could just please tell me where he jumped. Because right now, the only thing that makes sense to me is that 11th ledge, mm-hmm. if he dove. But even that, see, I don't agree because the and like I I think in the if if he did jump, this is where I agree with you. Yeah. I, but I don't think it was the eleventh floor because it was such that like little lip. Mm-hmm. I think he was on the top, and they said like you'd have to do a running start, and they kept saying like because it was like a U like a U shape, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like a flat bottom. They kept saying like made it sound like he was jumping from the middle. of Yeah, the yeah, I remember. I remember like seeing Bitch, that. There in... are there is there's a there's, run, the two. there's a literal runway. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, no, I was I, watching that, being like maybe I don't get the layout of this building because like, I'm bad at geography. Yeah. The bottom <laughs> of the U to where the hole is, it's 40 hundred feet and it's, it's like 43 feet. It's like, yeah, but if you go a little bit further up the this U, is... it's like 20 feet. Thank you. No, I I saw that and I was like, that's fucked up. Because honestly, it was literally a fucking runway to the hole. Mm-hmm. If he were to have done that. If he were to have done that, yeah. that angle makes way more sense. Way more. Because mm-hmm. regardless, that is a big jump, and I don't think most people without a full ass running leap could do that. And, mm-hmm. and to your point, I do. Maybe if that is what happened, it does to me make more sense. Had his shoes in his hand, or I didn't make that up. Someone said that, and I was like, that I can get by. It's still kind of yeah. weird that he like. Why didn't he just run? Like, what if he? You're not going anywhere. <clears throat> uh, you know what I'm unless saying? unless there was some break with reality, and he thought he was gonna fall through some glass ceiling. So, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the movie, the game. Because honestly, the movie, the game kind of does match up a bit more than I would like to admit. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I don't know if we left you with more questions or maybe some answers. I'm... Uh, Here's oh. what we need to tell you Allison's great. Yeah. Frank Porter is not. Correct. Mm-hmm. Don't buy the Agora books because mm-hmm. they're not going to tell you anything. Yeah. Besides, the lights are going out. Maybe all just over get the a country. financial advisor to help yes. you with that. So, <laughs> Angel's really cute. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to say, <laughs> we use zero sweat. No. <laughs> no. Oh my God. Of course, that's where your brain goes to. <laughs> Actually, I do love all the theories we chose because this is right up all of our rabbit holes, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet you assumed I was going mental health route. So. Yeah. I don't know. Nor- I feel like normally I would be like the more like Aaron, like, I don't know. Like I see, hmm, I see your points, Sarah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see like what you've brought to the table with the facts of the case. Mm-hmm. Points at Aaron. Points at Aaron. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> My hand gestures are just crazy. Yeah, but I still have to like stick with my guns on how I feel, mm-hmm. but I totally see like the potential. There's so much potential. You can't, yes. you can't say, I can't if there was like say what happened. One little piece of evidence or something else that comes out that could possibly steer either way. Like that would be amazing. Yeah. I think again, that's what we're missing. We're missing that one little thing to maybe make it lean towards yeah. one way versus the yeah. six thousand other ways people and, have, and you know, theorized. Information that hasn't come out yet. Maybe they do have it. Like, and I'm, I'm, again, uh. I, maybe, I didn't dive, maybe I didn't dive deep enough into it, but like, did they like test the flip flops? Did they test the glasses? Did they test the phone where it's only his fingerprints on it? Like, I know they said they dusted the car and they turned it inside yeah. out, but like, bruh, like, um, no, this YouTube video I was watching, this 
the girl who was doing it, she was explaining one of the officers tossed one of the shoes down to the other officer and hit him in the back of the head with it. And they both had a good chuckle. If, See, fuck that. If that fuck tells that. you how they were dealing with the crime scene. Yeah. Because they immediately so maybe like, they, suicide. Yeah. And they just wanted to be like, done. sign the paperwork, done with it. Like, th- that's kind of the, I, what I got from it too. Yeah. I think <sighs> it'd be more lazy, lazy police work than it would be like nefarious police work. Like, I'm thinking it's more like, check, check, done. Okay. Yeah. Well, then like how, there's, do you, how do you feel about, um, regardless if it was mental health, maybe he had a mental break. Do you think a... influential person in his life Frank Porter influenced that like made could have affected that happening absolutely that's where I was getting out with the drugs and stuff like he may have a secret I don't think he was like the biggest like I don't think he physically took a bat and like busted his legs but maybe like (laughs) sorry (laughs) well with the the shen thing threw me for a bit but I think he may have been like the straw that broke the camel's back to make whatever happened happen like, even if it was Angel's theory, that still would be kind of on Porter. He's having That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. He may have played a role in that. Something from one. the dark past of working for Porter's company or uh, something of affiliation to that mm-hmm. could have led to this. His death. Whether it be mm-hmm. murder or suicide. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Regardless, we, Ray. Mm-hmm number one yeah and i will go ahead i i mean we might have it in our notes too i'll link the unsolved.com link oh, too. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah yeah so in case anyone listening happens to know something yeah back in that case you know go there also why can't they just release the note if they're not going to investigate it can't they give us every detail then yeah you would think i don't know yeah i'm gonna write a letter i'm gonna write a strongly worded letter yes about the note mm-hmm. a letter about a letter <laughs> lord can you put it in that format, though? Of course. Dear police officers of America. I don't know how he said it, but... No, you said rabbit holes. People were literally looking at what volcanoes exploded around the time that Ray died. Because they're trying yeah. to figure out what code was what. Or, you, like, oh, it's yeah. The line by line of that, like, going back to the game theory, like, is one of it talking about real life and one of it talking about not? Like, there is just no... Yeah, all over There's the place. There's too many. Yes. I feel like we're in the alien episode. There's just too many possibilities. <laughs> but <laughs> I do have a fact for you on volcanoes. 20 eruptions per day. Oh. All around the world? Yep. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah. I mean, not big eruptions, but like a little poof. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Snapplebacks. That's something we know. <laughs> Kangaroos can't jump <laughs> All I can think of is like when you said the volcanoes thing is I don't even really like I've only seen this movie like twice like Moana the like evil like ah, like the, like oh, a f- lava lady I don't yeah. even know her name. Love Moana. Oh, what is she, when she like sings to like Mother whatever her name is like Mother Nature but it's not. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Tom Hinkling was the friend that died. Oh. Okay, Tom Hinkling. Hinkling, rest in peace. Yes. Apparently he was a really beloved guy too. He's good. Oh, that sucks. That's sad. But if you believed it was foul play, then you could also argue did something happen to Tom that was foul play? Like, yeah, are they going after these rioters? Because he was he had a very similar job for the same company. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Huh. Yet again, if you're asking, he was supposed to. Apparently, he kept his hair in a ponytail. He Tom? was, yeah, Tom. Hell yeah. He was like an evangelical Christian who played guitar hey. and then wrote financial articles. Hey, we all have multifaceted story life, mm-hmm. I suppose, but mm-hmm. it's all about that bread, man. Mm-hmm. Whatever gets you by. <laughs> something just is fishy. It definitely is. I don't know if it's a police porter or what, but something's fishy. Mm-hmm. Or all of the above. All of the above. 
Yep. Well, all we know is rest in peace, Ray Rivera. Um, Allison, hope pieces with you because this is you, uh, my heart was breaking the whole episode. She's the, a strong lady. The second mm-hmm. like his mom's voice like cracked, I was like, I'm out. Mm-hmm. I got to, I got to take a break. I had like especially yeah. like I was writing notes as I was watching. It's so, like I'd pause it and I was like, okay. No, they Play. get you. Yeah, it was it was the one of the they're all every, whenever there's a loss, it's sad, but like. It was definitely one like it was heart wrenching. But watching Allison talk, it's been so long since I've seen like we've done like a crime that wasn't covered like by the murderer. If that makes sense, like the Watts of Opinions case. Yeah, you watch him be a hollow shell of a husband, mm-hmm. and then you watch her like it's been years and years, and she's still like kind of tearing up. Like you yeah, tell she's trying to get this like interview. a true survivor. Yes, yes, like someone who actually cared. Their spouse died. Yep, Chris Watts. <clears throat> That's some shade going into what? Mm. Anyway, yeah. Well, uh, on that note, we would love to hear your opinions on this case. Yeah. <laughs> Send it in. Like, truly, like, make us think. Yeah. Give us something to read before did we, read. Did like, we miss something? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So, Is there a fourth thing that we just didn't even think about? Let yeah. us know. <laughs> um, and if you have any other suggestions for future episodes send them in we mm-hmm. love this thank you shelby yeah, for the you. idea yeah um i do have to agree i think like lots of opinions and this was just like it's a fun little deep dive yeah good change of pace for our group episode yeah. so mm-hmm. um any and all future topic ideas or what you thought of this one can be sent to sinister sunrise podcast at gmail.com um you can also follow us on instagram sinister sunrise podcast on tiktok sinister underscore sunrise underscore podcast as sarah says underscores instead of spaces didn't have an option for spaces. (laughs) TikTok doesn't give spaces. We just need some space. I don't from TikTok. Oh, love it. Anyways, (laughs) um, also be sure... (laughs) <laughs> so sorry um also be sure to follow us on facebook um mm-hmm. and anytime you guys you know like or share our posts or anything it shows just how much like you guys appreciate us and we appreciate you guys so much um tell a friend who doesn't listen to us about us and hope we can get another listener uh like said, i think that wraps up episode 58 we can nail that yeah cool all right see you next time thanks bye